Welcome to Wednesday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. Verizon could owe you 100 bucks, and if you want to collect on that money, you are going to want to pay attention. And why your sweet tooth is going to be costing you some extra money. That's going to be in today's core four. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. The core four, the four headlines you need to know. Verizon could owe you $100. And if you got a spammy looking email from Verizon over the last couple of days, it's actually legit. Basically what happened is Verizon decided to settle a lawsuit over extra fees that they were charging customers without telling them, which yes, basically means Verizon was stealing from everyone for years. So if you had an account with Verizon from 2016 to November of last year, you could qualify for up to 100 bucks. Even if you're someone like me who isn't using Verizon anymore, shout out to our partners at T-Mobile, you can still qualify. Basically, anyone with a postpaid plan qualifies for the payment. Now, you might be asking yourself, what exactly is a postpaid plan? Great question. It's basically the regular plan when you sign up for a contract with Verizon. It's the opposite of a prepaid plan. The minimum payment you'll get from Verizon if you qualify is 15 bucks. The most you'll get is $100. It all depends on how long you had your plan. For example, I was using Verizon from 2016 and then switched to T-Mobile in 2020 or 2021. So I probably won't qualify for the full 100 bucks, but you can bet I am collecting whatever they owe me. And obviously we are not talking about life-changing amounts of money here, but it is free money and Verizon owes it to you for stealing yours to begin with. Now they have sent out emails, but we also added a link in the description of today's podcast episode where you can find all of the info, submit your claim, and you have until April 15th to submit it, but you may as well do it now so you don't forget. If you have a sweet tooth, get ready to pay up. And I'm not talking about going to the dentist. The cost of sugar is about to rise due to a dry spell in India and a severe drought in Thailand. Both countries are the largest exporters of sugar after Brazil. Last year, we saw prices for sugar and sweets rise by 8.9% in the United States. And we can expect a 5.6% increase this year. Montelez, the company behind Cadbury, Oreos, Chips Ahoy, Sour Patch, and many more of your favorite treats, warns that a price increase for its products is coming. And as a reminder, when you shop from your local bakeries and coffee shops, they're also hit with higher prices on their sugar. So if you see them raising their prices on baked goods, it's not because they hate you. It's because they're paying more for sugar. You know that saying, some things are just too good to be true? Well, it turns out that that could be said about one of my updates from yesterday's podcast. If you missed it, I talked about how October saw a pretty big dip in undocumented migrants coming across our southern border illegally. Now, that did happen, and a lot of that dip came from the fact that Mexico started enforcing immigration laws within their borders and sending back migrants to places that they came from, mainly Venezuela. Well, it doesn't look like Mexico is going to be playing nice for much longer. Apparently, Mexican President Lopez Obrador has a list of demands in order to ensure Mexico's continued assistance with our southern border migrant crisis. And he's got some pretty big requests. The first request kind of makes sense when you think about it. The Mexican president is asking for 10 million work visas. Now, before you panic and think, how are we going to handle 10 million more people in this country? 
The request is pretty specific. These work visas would allegedly only be available for Hispanic migrants who have already been working in America for at least 10 years, which kind of makes sense, right? If they've been here for 10 years, they're working, not causing any problems. Why not? The next three requests, though, from Mexico is where the White House might have some issues. Mexico is requesting $20 billion to be sent to Latin America and Caribbean countries. And we do send money all over the world already, but $20 billion is a pretty big pile of cash. And on top of that, it's not like our government is operating smoothly and passing a bunch of budgets. I mean, we can barely pass spending bills to keep our own government operating. The next two things Mexico wants are probably the biggest issues for the Biden administration. Mexico, again, in order to keep helping with our immigration crisis, is asking the U.S. to lift the decades-long blockade on Cuba and to lift sanctions on Venezuela. Now, you could argue that our sanctions on Venezuela are one of the reasons so many people are trying to leave the country. That is a whole nother debate, and we don't have time in a 25-minute podcast to break down all the foreign policy decisions that impact the rise in illegal immigration. The Red Cross has declared an emergency blood shortage. The number of people donating blood has hit a 20-year low with a 40% decrease in donations over that time period. The current severe weather we're seeing in 49 U.S. states compounded with seasonal illness is about to make the situation even more dire. And while there are a few reasons for the lack of donations, one of them is that universities and offices that previously hosted blood drives just haven't since the pandemic, which is causing a lack of supply. And a lot of those offices have now gone remote, so there's nowhere to host a blood drive. Donors of all types, and especially those with type O blood and people giving platelets, are urged to donate. And a crazy stat, life-saving blood is needed every two seconds. That means someone is required blood to stay alive every two seconds in the United States. So if you live in an area where your weather is mild right now and you are healthy, it's a good time to schedule a blood donation appointment. You've got the Red Cross. You've got local blood donation centers for different regions. I know here in Seattle, we have Bloodworks Northwest. New York has New York Blood Center. So make an appointment and donate your blood. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. You know, most of us here in America would consider eating dog unappetizing, to say the least. And yes, you could use words like inhumane, gross, weird, terrible, whatever you want to say. But before you go throwing stones, just remember there are people around the world, millions of them, who consider eating cow or pig gross, weird, inhumane, unholy, disgusting, you know, all of those words. So keep that in mind before you start calling people names. But the practice of eating dogs, specifically in South Korea, has been under a lot of pressure from international groups and from a growing number of people in South Korea who now consider dogs as pets and family members, not meat. So after years of protests, the South Korean government passed a bill yesterday making eating or selling dog meat illegal. And to be fair to the people of South Korea, there weren't that many people doing it to begin with. It was a really old tradition that was being phased out by society anyway. And the rise in dog ownership as pets is one of the main reasons the society has moved away from eating dog meat. According to data from 2022, one in four families in South Korea now owns a dog as a pet. It also helps that the South Korean president is apparently a huge animal lover 
who owns six dogs and eight cats. The law was passed almost unanimously by the South Korean parliament, but it does give a three-year grace period before it takes effect. But when it does, it places a three-year prison sentence and a $20,000 fine on anyone caught breeding or butchering dogs for meat. This episode of The Morning Show Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. We talk all the time about getting your priorities in order, but how do you actually know what that order should be? Great question. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of that. Yeah, you don't need to wait until you're dealing with trauma to start therapy. Actually, going to therapy can help you develop coping strategies for when you do find yourself in those difficult situations. If you've been thinking about starting therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. There's a brief questionnaire to fill out before you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That's one of my favorite features, honestly. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash CMA show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash CMA show. Think quick. It's two second tunes. We're going to take a little trip down memory lane today for two second tunes. We're going to just go to the early 2000s and find some of the biggest pop songs. Love it. In the 2000s. So think 2000, 2010, that range. Man, I was like living my life back then. So I should know all these. Things were much simpler back then. They were. We had covered wagons. (laughs) Yeah. We had had things like like that. Uh, Let's introduce today's contestants. Coming to us from Windsor, Connecticut, we've got husband and wife, Stone and Day. Good morning, guys. Good Good morning. morning. Now, you guys are playing in the same room. You are wearing, both wearing You Look Great shirts, so extra points, fake points to to both of you, and you're still tied. But you also said there's a baby that's like in the corner somewhere right now. Yes. Mm -hmm. Is baby sleeping or awake at the moment? No, she is staring us down. Okay, staring you down. But behaving, so we will try to get you out of here before she decides to uh, end this game for all of us. <laughs> Carla Marie, who is going first? Stone. All right, Stone, here is your first two-second tune. Remember, they will get harder as we go, so this is the easy round. I love, okay, I know you, most people can't see this, obviously, but they just got into position. Yes. You were about to play the clip. Heads went down. They are listening. They are ready to go. I love it. Okay. All right, everyone's ready. Here's that two-second tune. Okay, Shaggy, it wasn't me. Shaggy, it wasn't me. For two points. Well done. Two points off the bat. As we move over to Day's part of round one, here is your two second tune Timber, Kesha. Yeah. Two points. Damn, there's a party in here. It is going down. It went down in round one. Yes, it did. Two points apiece <laughs> as we move into round two, pivoting back over to Stone. Here is your two-second tune. Okay. I know it's Justin Bieber, but I'm not sure of the song title. I'm going to go with Baby 
by Justin Bieber. Baby by Justin Bieber. But you're 100% sure about Justin Bieber, right? Yes. A little unsure about the title. Correct. Two points. Darn it. <laughs> Day was really hoping you were going to skip out on one point at least. Day, here is your second two-second tune. Nope. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Zero oh. points. And it looks, Nothing. I mean, Stone was dancing to that song as it was playing. So the two seconds of it. Can you steal the points? <laughs> um, I think as far as the artist, it is One Direction. Um, but I, I can't think of a song title. <laughs> One point. Well done. So it was One Direction. What Makes You Beautiful Yes, was the name of that song. Um, as we enter the hardest of the three rounds, Carla Marie, what are we looking at? Uh, Stone has five and Day is trailing with two, but that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, but here's what that does mean. Stone, if you knock out one or two points here, the game is over. You are our champion. If you get zero, though, you will give your wife, Day, an opportunity to steal your points Get her points, run the table for a win or a tie. Woohoo! Pressure is on. Here is your two second tune for round three. Um, uh, I know the lyrics. Um, okay, song title Miss Jackson. Um, Andre 3000? Song title, Miss Jackson. Artist is Andre 3000. Is that your final answer? Yeah. <laughs> One point. And today's champion. Well done. So, very close. Very, very close on the artist because it was Outcast, yeah. which is made up of Andre 3000 and Big Boy. However... You did get that one point, and you are today's champion. Congratulations, Stone. Slow clap from your wife. Thank you so much for making the Morning Show podcast part of your morning. And you guys, and Stone specifically, have been around since the beginning, since my day Friday, since our days with Elvis. So thank you very, very much. We appreciate you guys. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd News. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. Okay, fellow royal family nerds, this story is crazy. A man who claimed to be selling Queen Elizabeth II's walking stick has been sentenced for fraud. The 26-year-old claimed he was a senior footman at Windsor Castle and that proceeds from the sale of the antler walking stick would go to cancer research. He was using eBay, but the auction got canceled when it reached 686 US dollars because police launched an investigation and it was found that it was all fake. He was sentenced to a 12-month community order for fraud. I never really thought that through this podcast, we would be talking to our community about underwear. But here we are. Uh, We heard from Jen and Lisa, who ordered from me undies the last time we talked about them, and they love their order from me undies. Yeah, so they got hipsters and said they were super comfortable, soft, and they don't ride up because there really is nothing worse when it comes to underwear. Yeah. 
But Anthony and I both really loved our underwear from Me Undies as well. They are really soft and comfortable. And on top of that, they have so many designs to choose from. I have neon hearts. Anthony, you have Christmas aliens. Wearing them right now. But there's also a cat design that I have obviously been eyeing up. And Carla Marie, I can't believe we haven't talked about this already, but the contoured pouch and ball caddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Me Undies has men's underwear that helps support and... uh how do I say it? Accentuate your junk. Okay. <laughs> well, if you don't need new underwear, MeUndies also has loungewear and bathing suits as well. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping. Go to MeUndies.com slash CMA. That's MeUndies.com slash CMA for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfortable from the outside in. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. What do you get when you combine two insanely self-absorbed men with TV shows? You get the Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Kimmel drama that literally nobody asked for. But here we are. And if you're confused about what's going down between Rodgers and Kimmel, I will break it down as quickly and clearly as I possibly can. The rivalry kicked off during COVID. The NFL had some rules about players getting vaccinated, and although they didn't force anyone to get the vaccine, there were different rules for players based on their vaccination status. When Aaron Rodgers was asked if he got the vaccine, he said he was, quote, immunized, which was a cute way for him to allude that he was vaccinated when, in fact, he wasn't and instead took ivermectin. And he had every right to not get vaccinated. He had every right to take ivermectin. But a lot of people felt that he was purposefully being misleading. And there were obviously people who were upset about Rogers not being vaccinated. But I think most people just thought it was really weird that he decided to lie about it or maybe not lie, but, you know, not tell the full truth. And when that was exposed, a lot of people in the late night community made fun of Rogers, including Kimmel, who had a bunch of choice words for the quarterback. Now, We're going to fast forward from COVID all the way to last week when the quarterback was doing his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show. He decided for some reason to talk about the classified Epstein files that were about to come out, which had the potential at the time to expose some A-list names that maybe were pedophiles. And Rogers said that Kimmel was hoping his name wasn't on any of the documents. That then prompted Kimmel to go off on Rogers, calling him a bunch of names and saying that he never met or had any contact with Jeffrey Epstein. And if Rogers chose to keep going down that road, they'd be going to court. Then when Kimmel was back on air on Monday, he dedicated seven minutes to talking about the Epstein allegations and to making fun of uh, Aaron Rodgers. It was a whole thing. So then yesterday, this keeps going. Aaron Rodgers is back on the Pat McAfee show, which he does every Tuesday. And by the way, in the interim, Kimmel was never referenced in any of the documents that were related to Epstein that came out. Which brings us to yesterday when Rogers made his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show again. And by the way, Kimmel wasn't referenced in any of the documents related to Epstein. But when Rogers was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, he didn't necessarily apologize for making the claim about Epstein and Kimmel, but he also admitted that he didn't have any proof that Kimmel was tied to Epstein and he was still mad about the COVID jokes. They both mentioned that they would like to see this feud end, which I think we would all love to see as well. But I will give you one little conspiracy theory. The Pat McAfee show was recently purchased by ESPN. Jimmy Kimmel's show is on ABC. Both are owned by Disney. 
And I bet when the ratings and social scores or whatever are done, this ends up being a pretty highly rated crossover event that got a ton of attention. So maybe there's some Disney, ABC, ESPN executive pushing for more drama because that would actually make a whole lot of sense when you consider corporate greed. A very, very important age-old question that I need you to answer out loud. Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? If you said NSYNC, you are correct. Okay, but really, why not both? That's what Joey Fatone of NSYNC and AJ McLean of Backstreet Boys are thinking as they announced their co-headlining tour. AJ and Joey will be heading out across North America this spring. The tour will kick off in Temecula, California on March 15th. They're going to hit Connecticut, Boston, New Jersey, and Florida. And according to the promo video, they'll be performing all of our favorite hits. So yeah, I'm in. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. If your skin is in need of some major rejuvenation this winter, I got you. So for Christmas, I got my little cousins the Mario Badescu facial spray. It's the rose water one. It's hydrating. I mean, everyone raves about this spray. So I got it for them. They freaked out. They were very excited. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to need to get this for myself. And it's really affordable. A pack of two on Amazon was 14 bucks. They're four ounces each. So it can't travel with them, but it's a pretty good size. And I've been using it for about two weeks now. And I love the way it smells. I love the way it makes my skin feel. And it's very refreshing. And I mean, the pack of two is great because then you can give the other one to someone as a gift or keep it for yourself. I will link it at themorningshowpodcast.com. The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. With Carla Marie and Anthony. Episode 444 is coming to a close and normally we would celebrate the corresponding area code, but there is no area code 444. So we'll just uh, celebrate everybody today. And a reminder, if you missed this yesterday, we are hosting a virtual movie screening tonight. So what that means is that there's a link. We all click it and watch at the same time. And it's completely free. The movie is called Role Play. It's an Amazon Studios film. Looks hilarious. I'm very excited for it. Um, It's not available anywhere right now. Not on streaming, not in theater. So you get to watch it before everyone else. Else. So hit the link in the description of this podcast or at the morningshowpodcast.com if you want to see the trailer. And we hope you can join us tonight. And if not, we will be back in your ears tomorrow, right here on the Morning Show Podcast with the Thursday show. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show Podcast.